All right. Welcome back to the Spencer Burke podcast. I'm Parker Rep, and this is Spencer Burke. Yo. Um, today, we're starting off getting right into it because we have a lot to talk about. Um, so, I have recently had an obsession with E36 M3s. Uh, this kind of just started like a couple of days ago. I've been looking at them. Um, and I, I haven't really revealed what car I'm getting next, but... I don't mind putting it on here because it's kind of like special. So whoever sees this, you kind of know what uh, car Whoa. I'm looking at right now. Are we getting some juicy details special, in the podcast? Yeah, special insight. What? So I've been looking at E36 M3s um, simply because they're cheaper than E46s, which is what I was going to get into. Um, parts are cheap for them, and they handle amazingly. So, yeah, we're definitely going to throw up some photos up on the screen right now. And show off some of these E36s because, I don't know, just recently I've been obsessing over them. <laughs> well, today, we uh, it's it's Monday afternoon right now, and I just wanted to say hi to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for the amazing support on the last two videos that we uploaded. We've had an immense amount of great feedback from people saying they're enjoying it and that they're watching it, they're listening to it. And for us, it's uh, this is fun for us because it's not, it's not really like a hassle. At the end of the day, when we finish our work here at, at the agency, we hop on a podcast for 30 minutes and, and we upload it to the internet and people like it. So we talked a lot about some individual colored uh, M3s and talking about a couple other things that, I mean, I'd say we're 95% car related, but we want to jump into a couple other random subjects, but it's uh it's good to see the feedback. So thank you to everyone who's watching the video right now and subscribing and liking and listening. We appreciate you so much. Um, going into the E36s, Parker, you, um, I, I knew that you were going to stick with BMW because we have such a big passion for it. You have yeah. plans on swapping over your wheels to your next car, right? Yeah, so I realized actually just now before we filmed this, um, the wheels that I have on my car, which is their Apex ARC8s, uh, 17 by 9, um, the fitment, that exact fitment actually works on the E36 M3s pretty well. Um, so I'll probably just swap them over since I'll probably be doing a trade for my car. So, Well, that worked out perfectly. Yeah, it worked out really well. So Dang. hopefully hopefully I can make that happen because I, I really want to stick with the Apex wheels. With the E36s, I like the LTW wing. That's like my favorite thing about the E36 yeah, body style. When the high-rise wing, it looks oh, so good. It's awesome. I remember in 2005, 2006 when Bimmerfest was in Santa Barbara, OGs remember this at Motel 6, but that was some crazy times back then. I remember at Bimmerfest, um, a lot of these would pop up, and that was the first time I'd seen one in person, and I, I fell in love. Actually, throwing it back to um, Techademics and Mischief, I know Dotto, he had an, a yellow one. Uh, I'll put a picture right here of um, E36 M3, and his was so sick. His was turboed, which Ooh. sounded so good. Um, Parker, what motor's in this car? So uh, first, I think... The earlier models have the S50, and then the later models, uh, I believe it's like 1997 and on, um, have the S52 engine. So it's a inline straight six. These cars sound so good, especially when you throw an exhaust on them. They're they're really bulletproof too, because I've seen so many with like 200,000 miles, and they just keep going. Yeah, yeah. If you take proper care of them, which there's honestly not a lot to do, but we were just listening to videos of. One that had catless headers and a full exhaust, and it sounded amazing. And you said the water pump is $50? That's what I saw on the <laughs> forums. I mean, I need to do more research, but I, I just think parts are way cheaper because of its age, and the engine isn't, like, high-strung like the S54 out of the E46 M3. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, we were just texting, um, finding Nick, and he had a E36, and his car was built so well, dude. Red over silver, what a good combo. Yeah, that's beautiful. I wish I could find a red one because red is like 
Probably my favorite color. Is that Hellrot red? Um, I don't know the color for it. Yeah, I don't know. I know, it, I know Dakar yellow, and that's really it. That's all I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at a Dakar yellow one right now. I'll put a picture on the screen. I love Don't steal it if you, if you <laughs> want one. Don't steal it. Uh, so you found a 97 E36 on Craigslist in Sacramento. What's the story on that? Yeah, I just found it uh, this morning, and I texted the guy. He hasn't answered yet, so we'll see how that goes. But it looks really nice. It has a UUC exhaust. Um, it's Dakar yellow manual. Um, it has the LTW wing. Dean short shifter has a ton of goodies on it already. Dang. So hopefully the maintenance is also good on it, but we'll see when he answers. Nice. Well, that's sick, man. Well, good luck on your purchase, man. I know it's going to happen just a matter of time. Yeah. Um, you, so yesterday you saw Jay Leno up in Malibu. What's the story on that? Yeah. So me and my friend Victor went up to Malibu Canyon and, uh, right next to Pepperdine, actually just that road right there. And we kind of did like Malibu Canyon um, Road and Mulholland. And those roads are beautiful. But like pretty much 20 minutes into it, we saw a McLaren P1, a yellow one. And there was an older guy driving it and he had white hair and a denim jacket. And I was (laughs) like, okay, no one else in a McLaren P1 is going to dress like that or be like that age. So (laughs) I was like, yep, that's Jay Leno because he has a yellow P1. So, yeah, we saw Jay Leno, which is really awesome because he was just up there ripping it, too. Good for him. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I went to his garage a couple of years ago, and I saw his collection, and he has a lot of cool cars. But I noticed that his P1 is always towards the front of his garage because, obviously, it looks like he actually drives the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think he does. I mean, it was a Sunday. There was a ton of people out. It seemed like he didn't really care. There was rocks all over the road. He <laughs> definitely drives it. That's savage. Well, we we have plans to go to Azusa. Um if you want to, Parker, let's put some photos from when we went with Brady. But dude, yeah, that, definitely. that was, I think, my third or second time going to Azusa. I went up there when Alfa Romeo gave me one of their new cars, and I did like a, a video review, and I had the chance to really rip through those mountains. It was awesome. I ended up there on accident, which is crazy. I turned right at some street, and I ended up in the mountains. And oh, really? It, it was just, it was meant to be, that's for sure. But I had the experience going through there. Um, it was late afternoon, but we, Parker and I had a chance to go up there to film a feature video on Brady's car, his E90, and we didn't even realize what we were going to do, but we ended up going through the mountains at sunrise. Nobody was there, and it was, I don't want to, I don't know if it's blissful or what, but, dude, it was like an emotional experience yeah. just having two M3s just ripping through the canyon. It was magical, and that morning you let me drive your car. That was the first time I've driven your <laughs> E92 M3, and then the first time I've driven a Zuza, and you're like, here you go, I want to film. <laughs> and so I drove, and I was like trying to keep up with Brady, it was sick. So we, we got to go back, and I want to test out my car, and then hopefully my next car as well. I'll take it up there a lot. Yeah, that was fun. I didn't even anticipate that. I was like, all right, Parker, you're driving. And I was like, go ahead, dude, keep up. So <laughs> it, it was a blast going through there. But we want to go yeah. back again, dude. I, I don't know what the current situation, if the roads are open, but regardless, I bet you that we can get up there somehow. I think they are. I saw that uh, John JPEG built was uh, up there this weekend. So. Oh, yeah, I saw him doing some drifting in his BRZ. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, okay, it is time to highlight a build. I want to give a shout out to Viper Green M3. He has a beautiful E92 M3, and he's based out of Switzerland. Uh, shout out to you. Sorry, I don't actually know your real name, but his car is same color as mine. It is a, um, I guess you could say a medium green color with black wheels. Has a, I believe, a GT4 wing. I'm not sure. He has the plates painted in uh, matching green. Has a carbon roof. 
Um, I don't know the story. You know what? I'm sorry. He may be in Russia. I don't. I see these these geotags. I'm not sure, but he also has photos with a blue E92 M3 uh, with a ton of hood vents and canards. And both of these cars you'll see on the screen here are beautiful. E88s, Apex wheels, GT4 front lip, wing cage seats. Like this is how I want to build my car. And yeah. uh, it's kind of like my twin, I guess. Parker, what do you think about Viper Green's car? Um, I think that color is beautiful. I mean. I would totally get a car in that color if I could. I love it. I, I think, I don't know if his headlights are darker than usual, but they look kind of tinted, but it looks really good, especially with the E88s on there with the, the chrome lip and um, that, that whole setup he has is, uh, it's pretty sick. I'd be curious to know what kind of suspension he's on, but his Instagram is Viper Green underscore M3. And dude, the third picture is in Italy. So I don't know where you're at, man, but you have a nice car. <laughs> Sounds like he's all over. <laughs> he's everywhere. I'm sure that yeah. car would be a blast on the Nürburgring and... Uh, I feel like uh, the one thing I've noticed too is that there's not enough unique color M3s. I see there's nothing wrong with it. I see a lot of white ones, a lot of black ones, and um, occasionally you'll see like a brighter color here and there. But I really enjoy seeing stuff that not so, I guess that other people really haven't done. Um, I know IND they did a green monster is what they called it, and they had um, pretty much the same thing as my car. That was kind of what inspired me. But I just haven't seen green that much. But I I do yeah. see a lot of colors that stand out uh, overseas, not in the USA. That um the Dakar yellow E ninety M three that I think IND did that as well. That is like my favorite M three. Yeah, from that generation. That thing is beautiful. They and did a full build on that thing. Yeah, and I think like the cage matched, like the brake cobbers, everything. That was fully done. IND goes all out, and that's what I like about them is um, the original story is they started off as a body shop or a paint shop, and I know, uh, I guess they kind of evolved from that, and they went into painting reflectors, and then they started selling reflectors, and then I think it just kind of grew from that, and now you see inventory air boxes and, and charge pipes and all these things are doing a ridiculous amount of like high-end detailed parts. Like on Obsessed yeah. Garage, Matt just got his trunk back, and I don't even know how much that would be to repaint the trunk and the spoiler and make it all perfect like that. But I, I'm sure IND is just murdering it right now with the highest yeah. class aftermarket parts you can get for BMW. Oh yeah. They, I mean, they, they charge a fortune, but that's because all their parts are really high quality. OEM genuine, a hundred percent done the right way. You're yeah. going to get what you pay for. And that's what IND stands for. And I, I think they're in Chicago and it's just, it's cool because it's motivating because some business dude has had an idea said, Hey, we have an opportunity to do more than just be a body shop or a paint shop. Right. And now they're, they're huge, man. They did some of the craziest builds. I filmed Miguel's Atlantis car has E90 uh, M3 out in Florida. I filmed some other ones that IND did. And it's like, I don't know that it doesn't, it makes me jealous, but very motivated to do something similar to that. Yeah. I mean, someday in the future, we'll have the money to go crazy on a build like that. Eventually. Yeah. Um, Speaking about green cars, there's I watch Evolve Tuning on YouTube, and I also keep up with CSF Radiators on Instagram. They had recently done a British Racing Green F80 M3 uh, yeah. with, like, everything on it. Um, we'll put a picture right here, this little part. What's that part that says CSF on? Is that a charge uh, cooler? So that's a air-to-water uh, charge cooler, yeah. So it's basically like an intercooler. How does, uh, how does it work? So basically uh, it uses coolant to cool down the pressurized air from the turbos. So most cars have a regular air-to-air -air intercooler, which is uh, the air hits the intercooler as the charge air is going through the fins of it. Um, 
So that's kind of like the conventional thing. And that's what I have on my car. I actually run a CSF intercooler, their race intercooler. So it works really well, but their uh, air to water intercoolers are also insane. Damn, that's a cool part. So that that whole carbon fiber thing right there sits on top of the motor. And then they ended up doing a carbon fiber uh, hood with a window in it. Yeah. That looks crazy. I've seen this on a Mercedes before out in Miami when I was there. But I've never seen it on F80. And British Racing Green with a clear, like, how much crazier can you get? This is ridiculous. Yeah, and it's really cool to, like, show off the quality parts because the, you know, the CSF charge cooler is, you know, customized. So it matches everything. Yeah, I see the green on it, too. That's going, yeah. like, a lot into detail. But respect for people who go all out like that, especially in that in that detail. Then I don't know... Are the, those taillights OEM? Because they look very different. Uh, I don't have the picture in front of me. Okay, it should be in the notes, but the the taillights look super unique. But I, I'm definitely a fan of British Racing Green. I love, I like the F80 M3. Uh, I don't know if the clear hood is my personal taste, but like I said earlier, I love seeing stuff that's different that other people aren't doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, especially on a car that of that caliber, it's like, dang, that's that's a lot of money, I bet. I can't imagine the build, the, the budget on that car. Oh, yeah, it's so unique. Spencer, Jeez. can you send me that uh, note again? Yeah, I'll drop it to you right Sweet. now. Sweet. Yeah, I would love to do a build like that, but honestly, the amount of money that goes into that is kind of insane. Yeah, that's uh, not a cheap build. Um, but yeah, I, we'll we'll step in even one more green car. There's a shop. Uh, I think it's called Motorsports Twenty Four DE. I believe they're definitely overseas. But I run a page uh, called M3 Connection, and what it is is uh, I feature all these M3s that I really, really, really like. It's mostly like GT race cars or uh, track-inspired cars from the Nurburgring, and they posted a, a green E92 on gold BBS FI... What are those? Do you know which ones those are? Uh, FIR? FIRs, I think. Yeah. I don't know the wheels that well with that, but... The notes are being weird. I still don't have... The photos, but really? we'll keep going. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it, you commented on on my Instagram. It's like a dark British racing green E92 with gold wheels, and it looks so good. He did the end plates in gold, and the I'd love to share this build because it's so special, and you don't see this kind of stuff again. But the thing that I want to bring up is that the hard part is with these cars is that you see so much. Um, you don't see so much. You see one or two pictures on somebody's Instagram. And that's it. They don't post anything more. I, I wish that I had access to these cars yeah. to go through for four hours and photograph, make a video, show all the details, do an interview, do a feature film. Because yeah. there, I looked everywhere. There's only one picture of this car, and it's this one right here. Yeah. Did I'm you like, look on, like, the forums and stuff online? Yeah, I looked around, and I just – I don't know if it's a language barrier or what, but a lot of these cars that I'm really into, um, they tend to be, you know – in the deep depths of Germany where yeah. guys just build it for fun and it's an extra car on the weekend. Yeah. When they spend, crazy. when they spend $6,000 on a custom airbox from, you know, a certain company, it's like, dude, I want an hour video about that airbox. That's yeah. what I want. That car is beautiful. I, I love those wheels. I love it, man. And it has, I think it was AP racing brakes or something. And yeah, it looks like it. I don't know. It just frustrates me because I'm so passionate about this stuff and there's just not enough content on certain cars out there. And I think like for me, when I did the video um, with any of the guys that I've, I think it was the, the Gintani twin turbo car with Lucas's car. Mm -hmm. I had seen that car on Instagram for two and a half years, three years. And there was like 23 posts on it for three years. And 
the only one that really got me excited was the dino video because it sounded really cool, but it was like 14 seconds. And I'm like, dude, I want to have more information on this. Yeah. So when he gave me the okay for us to go meet up with him and do the video, I was so excited to start making content. And that's what inspired me to make so many videos. I'm like, dude, right. people will love to see the detail and hear the story and see it in, in a deeper understanding of why someone did this, how much it was, what kind yeah. of engine parts. So I just, I get frustrated because I want more. I want more from these people. And that's kind of interesting too, because like that just shows that people do it just for themselves. I mean, I got to be honest when I do stuff, I have, you know, my social media in mind, like I'm doing it partly because I want to show off and not show off, but kind of show my build and everything like that. So it's not necessarily just for me. Uh, cause I share it all, all over the place. So it's interesting to see these people that build these cars and it's literally posted nowhere because it just shows it's just for them. I think that's a, that's a great point too. And I'm the same way. Did anytime I do a new mod, the first thing I do is like, where am I going to take my first picture? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, how am I going to do it? How do I put this on video? What do I do? Like, who's going to leak this before I like all these things. And it's cool to see the people who build it for themselves. And I don't know. I just, I would like to see more from other people on why they do certain things or what parts they use or, or just detailed videos. And I think that's what pushed me so much to do the feature films. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love the feature films. we got to keep doing those. I know. I want to do some more soon. Uh, okay. Next up on the, the list for us is something that, I mean, it's not cars. I think it's kind of cool though, because this is something that, I mean, Parker, you and I are fully guilty of every day drinking energy drinks and caffeine. Yeah. I drink a lot of caffeine. Yeah. Same here. how it is. Uh, in the comment section below, let me know what kind of energy energy drink or caffeine or pick-me-up do you guys have every day? You can see if you're watching on YouTube, I have all of the energy drinks or drinks we have in the office. We just stocked up uh, just to have – we just got a new fridge from one of our sponsors, New Air. They sent us a fridge, and we kind of did a little review on it, and now we have a fridge full of snacks and coffee and drinks, but snacks. I think it was about a year ago, Christian Guzman came out with a energy drink called um, 3D, and I ended up picking up, I think, 15 cases of it. I spent like $400. And yeah, there was, were so many. We still have a lot left, um, but Parker, you, you drink one a day, right? Uh, Basically. I mean, not, not every single day, but it is a like perfect way it is to what get it started. Is. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll either have that or coffee. So it's kind of, it's the perfect amount of caffeine. I think it's 200 milligrams. So it's nothing crazy. Like, uh, I think bang is 300. That's too much. Those always just make me feel like jittery. And when I'm sitting down working at a desk, I don't want to feel jittery. At the gym, sure, but not here. Yeah, you're trying to write and post and talk to clients. Yeah, not I'll be shaking on the keyboard. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> but I... I typically will drink a medium coffee in the morning. Uh, I would go to Starbucks a lot and I would do a decaf Americano. That was kind of my go-to, which there's only, I think, 20 to 50 milligrams of caffeine in decaf, which is kind of strange. It's kind of um, doesn't make sense. But yeah, I, I have chronic vertigo, so I get dizzy very easily. And it's hard for me to have kind of any kind of stimulant. So I try to take it easy, but I really enjoy the flavor of coffee. I feel like when I wake up in the morning and I get a coffee, it just gets my day going. I still have coffee here and there, but uh, I'll usually have a coffee in the morning. Then I'll have like a half a 3D throughout the day, just kind of sipping on it. But um, one of our guys here, Daniel, he likes this tea. I don't know much about it. It's your Yerba Mate, I guess. Yeah, I've tried a sip of it and I honestly hated it. But <laughs> <laughs> that's just my opinion. Obviously, Daniel likes them. So. Yeah. But they definitely taste like, 
like tea because uh, that's what it is. So. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of tea. I don't. Yeah, and I think mint and tea is kind of a weird combo. Yeah, I'm not sure, but he he likes the stuff. And then typically we'll drink water throughout the day, so we have plenty of water. I'll drink diet soda here and there, not often. Um, I like Coke Zero and Diet Coke here and there, but yeah, same. It, it's just it's usually at like a sit on restaurant or if it's around or whatever. But then. Uh, recently I've been drinking life aid. I, I don't know why I had a meal prep place called fit life food out in Fort Lauderdale. I would go there every Monday, pick up all my food and they had these life aids. I bought a couple of them and they're caffeine free. They're full of just, uh, just nutrients and vitamins and minerals and things you need. And it, it makes you feel, uh, just a little bit more aware and alert. It actually does work. So I just bought a case of those from Amazon. So I'm going to give those a shot, but, um, yeah, this is, uh, I don't know why I wanted to show you guys what we have in the office and what we drink every day. Got plenty of options. It's always good. That's the best way to be. I mean, Parker, you do you ever go into Starbucks and get coffee? Like, um, only when I don't have anything at home. So, like, say it's Saturday or Sunday, and I don't have coffee or anything, I'll go through like Starbucks drive-through. But I try not to because honestly, I don't like paying five dollars for coffee. I think it's kind of a ripoff. Um, especially since like every time I drink, I'm like, okay, this is like pretty good, but could definitely do without it. Yeah, that's just how I am. I'm not a huge Starbucks guy. I I like Starbucks because it it gets you going, I guess, and it gives you something to do before work. I don't know. I I switch over to the McDonald's coffee because it's two dollars and it tastes almost the same. I feel like I know Starbucks is a little bit different, but I, as long as I have the flavor of coffee in the morning, I'm pretty yeah. happy. Yeah, if I had the money to spend, you know, five to ten dollars every day on uh, breakfast there, I totally would. Yeah, it just gets so expensive. It it adds up. Yeah, I understand. Um, we have two more things to talk about. Uh, today we had a one of our friends come by. He has a Porsche. Was it a Cayman S? Yeah, it was a Cayman S, uh, 2014 model. So sick. PDK on four stars with a full sole exhaust system. Yeah, catless, catless headers Gosh. and full sole exhaust system. I'm Dude. not. I'm not sure if it's called a catback or not because it's like mid-engine, but <laughs> it was really amazing. Like it was awesome and. It sounded like a race car. I think it, we it, can both agree on that. It was so... I, I was sitting here doing emails um, about 11 a.m. today, and I heard something downshift, and I was like, wait, that sounds like a Porsche. Yeah. So I opened up my window to look out, and it was him with his uh, with his car, and I was like, dude, that thing is so sick. He has another one, too. He has two Porsches. One's a race car now, and then he just got that. Um, like I said, it's PDK and on four stars and slam, but... It, mm-hmm. It sounded so good. He is doing meal prep for us. He delivers our food to us every Monday now. And uh, today I had shrimp with some noodles, which was really good. Parker, what did you have? Uh, I had the ground beef and rice, and it had like some Mexican toppings on it. It was mm. really good. Yeah, mine was, um, I'd say, 8.9 out of 10. It was amazing. Yeah, and it was like the perfect portion where I was satisfied and not full. Like, cause I feel like when you get full, you get tired. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. I just like being satisfied and, you know, drink some water with it and you're very happy. Yeah. It, it's so good. It's good to have a, a meal like that when you're sitting at a desk and you need something just to give you energy and you don't feel like, uh, I guess tired or lazy or, or crappy afterwards. And that food made me feel perfect. I feel great right now. And it's four thirty. Yeah. And during this quarantine, honestly, I've been trying to lose a little bit of weight. I can't go to the gym obviously cause everything's closed down, but I, I'm going to try to get into shape just doing, you know, at home workouts and stuff. And that's a good segment into our next topic. Yeah. Which is uh, social distancing and our thoughts on the virus. There's a lot going on. Uh, 
I don't I don't want to get too deep into it. I have very brief thoughts and I don't want to offend anybody and make anybody mad, but for me I I'm taking precautions. I have had contact with uh three people over the last month, if that. My mom, Parker, yeah, and uh my friend Gibbs. I saw him once, you know, and everybody else is it's very far away. I wear gloves at the gas station if you want to, if you watch my Instagram. I wash my hands like crazy throughout the whole day, and that's really it. Uh, I had a couple nasty direct messages from some people that were mad at me for going to my office to provide my employees with a job and provide my family with food and water and rent. And I know you can work from home, but um, there's a lot more behind life than just what people see. And I, ha- I have to be here to make sure my business stays alive and that we can uh, continue to survive. Yeah, and I think people are kind of, taking it too far they, and it's not quarantine is not you know stay at home at all times it's be careful and like stay at home as much as you can but if you have a job to go to you can go to that I mean I, I've read a ton of articles from the like from Orange County just saying like you can still go to your go to your job and stuff you just have to be careful so that's exactly what I've done and I've only seen probably four or five people not even really like you know, shaking hands or anything, just being close. And yeah, you just got to be super careful with it, I think. Yeah, I've seen all the stuff that's out online right now about how, you know, you don't have to be boarded up. If you need to go on a walk with your dog, you can do it. If you need to go out to the grocery store or get medicine at the, at the like I went to CVS two, two or three days ago and everyone's very far away from each other. You know, the cash yeah. registers have a table in front of them and they have like the little card reader further out and Every doorknob I open, I use the bottom of my shirt, make sure I wash it. Like, I, I'm very cautious with it. So um, I, I don't have much more to say on it uh, because I am trying to focus on the positives. And the positives are it has it has pushed Parker and I to start this podcast because okay. there's so many people at home um, trying to kill some time. And I hope that this 20 to 30 minutes of your day is a highlight that you guys enjoy listening to us talk about cars and life and business and all the liquids that are in our office. Like I hope you're enjoying that. So uh, the, the only thing I have left to say is that I, I hope everyone stays healthy and that everyone is cautious of what's going on. Um, we have lost a lot of business and it has hurt my company. So if you guys can subscribe or like, or, or do anything to support this, it means a lot, uh, not just to me, but to my family and to my, my friends and my employees. And it's much more than just a podcast. This is something we're trying to do that we really, I mean, Parker, you enjoy this, right? Yeah, I think it's great. And I love bouncing off, you know, like ideas off of each other. So this is, I think it's really awesome. And it's, I've already gotten a lot of feedback on it and people are stoked to see it. People that I didn't realize, like watch me on my YouTube, have, mm-hmm. you know, reached out to me and stuff. So it's really awesome to kind of bring people together and just share ideas. I, I fully agree. And I love this. Like I, I look forward to this. And when, when you start having projects that when you wake up in the morning, you're excited to go edit. Like when I came in today, I was so excited to edit the podcast and put it up on the channel. I was so excited to make a thumbnail and I was so stoked to film a video with you and now we're doing it and it doesn't feel like work and it's so much fun to do. So, um, from, from Parker and I thank you guys so much for watching. We really appreciate it. Feel free to, uh, take an Instagram video or picture and tag at Parker rep at Spencer Burke. We would appreciate that. We'd love to share it on our story. Um, if you guys have any suggestions, let us know. One idea that I just had before we started is we'd love to feature a car for sale every episode. Um, if you have a car that you want to sell, let us know. We're open to sharing pretty much anything. Or if you find something, I think it would be nice to help people out to move some of their cars. So 
um, if you can send us ideas. Other than that, Parker, everything else to say? Nope. I just want to say thanks uh, to everyone for supporting us so far. And these episodes will keep coming out every couple of days. So definitely subscribe and stay tuned on this channel. Thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye.